You're listening to Tim Talks, Taking Interest in Ministry, a conversation between two great friends with over 70 years of ministry between them. Ministering on opposite sides of the border, Dr. Al Stone is the General Director of Bearing Precious Seed Canada and Pastor Emeritus of the Bible Baptist Church in St. Thomas, Ontario, Canada, while Pastor Dan Wolven pastors the North Columbus Baptist Church in Columbus, Ohio. Listen now as Al and Dan review and relate their experiences in hopes of helping others who are taking an interest in ministry. Now, here is Tim Talks. Welcome to Tim Talks. Oh, there you go. There you go. Finally, finally. Wow. Uh, yeah. So I good. can smell it from here. Are you loving it? It's How can something smell so good wow. and taste so rotten? Mm. Tastes good to me. Tastes good to me. Wow. Well, my friend, it's Friday. It is. It's been a good week. Good week. Yeah. Great to talk about grieving. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> We're not. That's the thing. We're not. We're rejoicing in the goodness of the Lord. We've had some. We've had some sad times in our lives. But when I get with you, I forget all all about the sorrow. It's just nothing but joy. Yeah. Same with me. Whenever I'm with you, I don't think about any of my other problems because <laughs> I'm your biggest problem. Having such a problem, it just overwhelms, makes everything else look like it's insignificant, buddy. So. I am not your problems. I am the solution to your problems. <laughs> if you would just do one thing I've ever said, you'd be so much better off. Just one. <laughs> Pick anyone you want. <laughs> oh, man. Well, on that note, it's pouring rain. It's raining outside. Hey Amen. We need the rain in Ohio. Yeah, it's been pretty dry, but... Uh, it's coming. It's supposed to be coming today. Yeah. Here in Indiana, uh, it's been pretty dry here, but they're getting the crops off. The guys are combining like crazy. So. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Can't do that in the rain. That's not good. Not good. Nope. So, hey, have you ever driven a combine? No, I haven't. I think that would be so cool. I have driven one. I think it would be so cool. It is so much tougher than it looks. Um, I would imagine it's, you got all these things going on. Yeah, it's it's amazing. I had a friend let me do it. Um, the biggest concern is you can't hit rocks. You can't pick up rocks or really hard pieces of dirt gets in there and mess, messes yeah. things up. So um, you're constantly lifting and lowering the the heads mm. that take the crops off. And I was doing soybeans, and that's really close to the ground. So they're low. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that was pretty cool. That was a great experience. So. If you're a combine operator, wonder how much job. those things cost. A new oh, combine. Oh, million, million and a half dollars. Yeah, they're they, yeah, really expensive. Yeah, they're expensive. Yeah, but and especially today now, I mean, they're a lot of it's, you know, high technology, high technology. Oh yes, yeah. oh yes. But I'm I'm fascinated. I love just watching those guys do that stuff, especially when they're out there in the dark doing it. You know, they've got big lights on there, but it's pretty cool to mm-hmm. see them operate in the in the nighttime as well. But, it is. Yeah. Work for the night is coming. That's it. We'll work no more. That day's coming for us. It's uh Amen. It's down the road. Um, but we're working a day. So let's give people their money's worth. There you go. See you later. They're not and, paying anything. And let's get out exactly. of here. Exactly. I was here. just gonna say that. Well it's speaking, free, so. speaking of money, let me let me say this. I need to put a plug in here. I haven't done this for a while. We are so close to reaching our goal this year of $186,000 US and $250,000 Canadian. We need about we need about $25,000 
and mm. we will have matched our goal this year, and we will awesome. have enough to finish mailing to Quebec and finishing off Canada. $25,000. Awesome. If 25 of our listeners or 25 churches associated would give $1,000, 50 give 500, 100 give, you know, whatever that is. Uh, a million. A million dollars, yeah. That would be yeah. perfect, be perfect. So yeah, um, <laughs> if you could do that, pass the word for us. Uh, I'm gonna put out a video here in the next little bit to let people know. I wanna, I wanna get that so bad. And we're coming up on the end of the year. Um, and our, our friend, our donor, is gracious to let us go as long as we need. But I'd like to finish that out for the year because I really believe we can finish off Canada next year with the Man. gospel. So, wow. Just think, if we could get 50,000 of our listeners to give 50 cents. Yeah, that would do, do it. it. It would do it. That Man. would do it. So that's less, than a, that's less than a Tim Hortons. And listen, we are more than happy to convert You know the Japanese yen or... Um, you know, any kind of currency associated with our listeners, we could we can convert that. The Brazilian, um, what would it be, centavo or something like that? I don't know. Yeah. Peso? Maybe dollar. Mexico, yeah. dollar. Yeah, everybody uses American dollars now, so just send yep. in your American dollars. Just anything laying around that you're not using. <laughs> be perfect. How's the Baptist Ed going? Good. I've got a little bit of a hang-up on the uh, website. Oh. But... Doing good. Good. Good, good. I'm putting yep. the word out everywhere I go, so. Yeah, I'm getting uh, I'm getting another series pretty well done, and whenever I drop that in, we'll shoot that out to our mailing list, so. Yeah. And we haven't talked about, we haven't talked about this for a while. Politics. Let me tell you about Canada. Let me tell you about oh. our, our awesome then parliament. This is the right time, talking yeah. about grief. Yeah. Our, our awesome parliament that gave ovation to a former Nazi. Way to go, guys. Unbelievable. Way to go. Unbelievable. The Speaker of the House did step down, however. You know, a liberal member of the House did step down after that faux pas because he's the one who allowed him to come in. <laughs> we had a Speaker get booted out. So I saw that. Wow. <laughs> That's the first time. And, and as a, well, I think in 100 years. But as of this recording, mm -hmm. there, Jim Jordan's going to be running for Speaker if he does. I saw that. Yeah. He is my congressman now that we Ooh. moved. I'm in his district, so Ooh. he's he's always been like a rock star to conservative people in politics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I saw his name there. That's that's interesting. Uh, also, our illustrious government has now said that any podcast in Canada has to be sequestered um, and submitted so that it would meet the criteria. Uh, Unbelievable. So, so now those are coming under the scrutiny of the um, broadcast company of Canada. Yeah, yeah. And then you don't have free speech. No. There needs had, to be a rebellion. We haven't had it for But a while. you can't rebel because nobody's got guns. Well, hmm. yeah. Hey, but we have hockey sticks. They can do a lot of damage. Trust me. <laughs> Trust me. Was it the Federalist Papers? I, I think uh, maybe John Jay. Can't remember now, but... Uh, they said that the uh, greatest, the greatest uh, protection against government tyranny is an armed citizenry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't have that, but oh, I don't know, man. I'll tell you, there's so many bad things going on. Um, I I just don't get it. I don't get it. Um, I just saw an article my wife sent to me yesterday about 
Canada trying to lead the way in this whole climate control thing and how other countries yes. are now beginning to look at us like we're a bunch of screwballs um, with such unrealistic expectation. And many of the European countries now are saying, hey, we're going back to fossil fuels. We need all we can get. And, of course. And Canada, which holds like one of the largest deposits in the world, is not even a consideration anymore because we're such yes. a bunch of screwballs. Oh, I can't stand it. I can't stand it. I, I, we've got an election in 25. I don't think we can make it another almost two years, November of 25. Oh, Lord, please do something. It's unbelievable. Amen. Yeah. Well, so I'm grieving over that. But let's talk today about teenagers and some of the grief that they bear. And, um, you know, it's you, you had mentioned, um, you know, on Monday we were talking a little bit before. And uh, you talked about, you know, the breakup uh, of a teenager. They, they fall in love with somebody, that first crush, um, you know, some little Latino girl in ninth grade that you get nervous around and then she dumps you. You know, those <laughs> situations. <laughs> What's that like for a teenager? <laughs> Tell us. Well, you? you know, anytime you break up, it's always tough. That's why, by the way, you... Young people need to be very careful about morality because, uh, you know, it's very, 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 very rare that you ever marry somebody, the very first person that you date. Yeah. And so you, you need to make sure that you keep yourself pure because you're going you're gonna to wind up having your heart broken a few times yeah. in life most likely before you find that person that God has ready for you. And so you need to keep yourself pure for that person. But yeah, that makes it much more difficult whenever you get entangled in areas that you never should. Yeah. But that is difficult. Um, You know, seeing your parents divorce, difficult. Uh, Planning on going to a college and get rejected. Got to go to another one. There's, you got a lot of things that you have to deal with. I think young people today, too, when I was a kid looking for a girlfriend, my thought was I just wanted someone to hang out with who'd be fun. I wanted somebody of the opposite sex that just made me feel, um, I want to say completed because that's kind of a goofy word, but it's just it felt like a natural thing for me to have a girlfriend. And there was some pressure to do that, but today... The pressure isn't to have a companion. The pressure isn't to have, you know, someone just to hang out with. The pressure is to be involved in that physical relationship. And there's a huge pressure on kids for that today. Hollywood, uh, video games, all of that is so sensual today. And there's a huge pressure on kids to be involved in that physical relationship that is not by God's order um, to be involved in until you're married. And so... I, I really caution teenagers today. I tell oh, most kids, goodness. don't even think about getting serious with a girl till you're in college, till your first or second year of college. Get your schooling out of the way. If you start dating someone, and I know people that have done this, but not very many. You start dating someone when you're 15, 16. So if you're going to get married at, say, 20, I don't know, most people today, 25, 26 is not unreasonable. You're going to go 9 or 10 years and, and keep yourself pure and wholesome. I I doubt it. That's why I think, man, find somebody when you're a little older, you're a little more mature, and you can understand 
there's nothing wrong with that at all. Yeah, my problem was breaking all the other hearts. You know, that that yes. really was my problem. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was, when I was in the hospital with my sister, she wanted more ice chips, and so I went to the nurse's desk, and it was, it was like just after shift change. Yeah. And so, you know, there was probably nine or ten people there, and looking from how other people reacted to her, there was a lady that was not in her 20s. She was at least middle age and she she I think she was in charge the charge nurse but she she went and and got it and came walking back to, through the door and she slipped on the ice mm. uh, you know some ice had fallen yeah. she slipped and I like caught her by her elbows you know and and everyone's like oh you okay okay and and uh, I said hey don't worry about it I'm used to women falling on the ground all around me you know <laughs> and they roared their heads up you know cuz I think it was the charge nurse, you know, but uh, so, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I didn't mean to mm-hmm. break so many hearts yeah. and, and yeah. Uh, leave such a scattered trail yeah. of, of uh, tears, you know. Yeah, I don't have that story at all. <laughs> I have about three girls. Not. I feel about three girls that felt sorry for me. And said, "Yeah, we'll go to the <laughs> we'll go to the Christmas banquet with you because nobody else will. We'll go with you." Oh, <laughs> uh, I had one girl. She <laughs> we should have saved this for the previous week. Um, I had this girl. Her name was Irene. I can't remember her last name, but she was in our youth group. But she she wasn't like a real strong member of the youth group, and she was she was kind of cute, but not real beautiful. And so I invited her. How, how can you say this stuff? On, on recorded stuff that people are gonna hear the rest of their lives. Cause she's yeah, not listening. You know, she she, she was not really she very wasn't. nice. She was sort of made me gag a little no, bit. You know, that. I didn't say that. So she comes <laughs> to the banquet and we were having roast beef and it was a little tough. So she couldn't cut it with her knife. So she picked it up and ate it with her fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Those were my dates. <laughs> That's why I decided yeah, to well, wait. <laughs> I took this one girl to the church promorific, and whenever I was uh, getting ready to leave, she said, hey, just so you know, I like somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> just to set the record straight. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, like, Don't get your hopes up, kid. That's right. So we've never had to deal with this topic. For those of you that have, <laughs> when they break up with you before they go out with you, you know, you know it's going to be okay. <laughs> well, it is a perfect segue yes. into my third yes. Bible principle. Give it to me. So Isaac grieved and mourned the mm-hmm. loss of his mother. Mm-hmm. And then he married Rebecca, and the Bible says that he was comforted. And so when when there is a loss, we're going to weep. Don't be afraid to weep and mourn and grieve. Uh, you can't bottom out to where you're not going to do anything. You're, you're going to probably need some help from, from people. People are going to need to help you. And thirdly, you're going to need to make new relationships. Hmm. And some people just do not. Now, I'm not saying you got to remarry. I, I, I'm not saying that. But 
you do need new relationships in your life that uh, that the Lord will help fill those that that hole in your heart that is missing. And so, um, you know, to be a friend, to be to be a helper, to to maybe start a new church ministry or, you know, start working in a ministry that you've never been in before, that maybe now you've got some more time to do that. Uh, And so you're going to wind up, you know, having this camaraderie with other people in that ministry and get to know people in in a different way. Yeah. My mother-in-law had a great class at Cleveland Baptist. Um, She had a class for ladies that had uh, lost a spouse, whether through Mm -hmm. death or divorce. And Mm -hmm. it was a tremendous class and a tremendous help to ladies just to have other ladies in their lives that had gone through that and able to console and to empathize. yeah, that, that was a great thing. I think a lot of churches miss out on an opportunity to reach people today in that in that way. If if you don't have a class for people that, you know, maybe a grieving class might be a good class to have. It might not meet all the time, but, you know, just for people that have gone through that. I've, I've met so many people, senior people, especially ladies, who their husband passes away and they have so much time and so much um, emptiness in their lives and they just they just want companionship and maybe something yeah, where a new relationship exactly needs exactly to be you're there. right yeah you're right in saying that i think that's a great thought so absolutely um what about teenagers that have friend issues and maybe lose friends well now that's a tough one because uh you, you're going to need to find someone who will be honest with you and sometimes it's not a parent, you know. Sometimes parents are, are more uh, blinded c- because of love. Well, I don't understand why that did that. You're a nice person. You're, right. and m- maybe they don't see the way that somebody can be sort of snotty or mm-hmm. yep. you know mean or selfish or proud or, and, and so, I would go to like maybe your youth director, youth director's wife. You know, somebody who will be honest with you and say, you know, I've, I've lost two, three friends now. You know, what should I do? You know, and maybe some of the issues with you, maybe some of the issue is you're picking loser friends. And, you know, the Lord's keeping you away from some people. There, there could be a lot of reasons, but it hurts. Man, it hurts whenever somebody don't want to be your friend anymore. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I want to talk to you about that. <laughs> we, we're gonna we're gonna pause this episode right now, when you're and we about, we will come back later. When you're talking about being snotty and mean, I and proud and proud, uh, egotistical, yeah. very verbose and wordy, redundant. <sighs> oh yes, yes. Wait a minute. <laughs> Is it verbose? Verbose. Verbose. Wow. That's a, there's yeah. a good one. Wow. Verbose. <laughs> See, it's stuff like that right there that make people hate your guts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. That's why nobody wants to be your friend. And, That's why they... and still still flaunting it and <laughs> continuing flaunting. to do it. Yeah, exactly. exactly. That's why people pay me to do this. <laughs> <laughs> I was out with a group of teenagers Wednesday night. And they went to Taco Bell for some fellowship after church. And the assistant pastor here said, hey, um, 
it would be awesome if you just showed up to hang out with those kids. And so I did. Oh, yes. Yeah, it was awesome. So I went to Taco Bell, not my favorite restaurant in the world. I did find something <laughs> to eat. Oh, um, I found out that you can still get gas in Indiana for $2. <laughs> <laughs> Taco Bell. <laughs> so I went in and there were a bunch of teenagers in there. I think there were probably 15 teenagers. And that's awesome. There was a girl sitting at the table by herself. And I said, why are you sitting by yourself? She goes, I, I don't know. I said, I'm going to come over and sit with you. And there was another guy sitting over by himself. I said, come on, come over and sit with us. And he's like, ah, oh, I'm okay. I said, no, no, I can't stand to see people sit alone. Exactly. Don't, don't sit alone. Exactly. I can't stand it. And I said, come over and be a part. So, um, yeah, just little things like that. I, 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 I sat at a table one time by myself in a big restaurant that was packed. It was terrible. I hated yes. it. I've never felt so alone in my life. And uh, so I would encourage you as a teenager, as an adult today, you see somebody that's having a tough time with friends, befriend them. And they might be tough to befriend. But uh, hold on. Yeah. That's not common. Yeah. That's Denise makes me sit at a table all by myself every time we eat. Well, yeah, well. I thought everybody sat at separate tables. Huh. No. I've seen you eat. I know why she does that. <laughs> remember, remember the roast beef you picked up with your fingers? I think I know a girl for you. <laughs> she can sit at your table. <laughs> well, well, spaghetti wouldn't fit on my fork. <laughs> what are you doing eating spaghetti? That's not water. That's not water. <laughs> oh, man. Well, for those of you that are a teenager today and you're struggling with relationship, whether you've lost in one or you're looking for one, man, just know this. You've got to walk with the Lord. You've got to Amen. walk with the Lord, and you've got to be strong in the Lord before you can even think about starting relationships, or you're going to end up in a poor relationship, or you're going to be a poor addition to our relationship. And then really allow your parents, your youth pastor, and any other godly people in your life Allow them to help you, to direct you, and to correct you if you get into a relationship that's not the right relationship or headed in a wrong relationship area. Boy, that'd be a great help to you. That's what I got for you today. I'm Al Stone. This is Dan Wolven, and being a youth director, I don't have any problem with correcting people. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Whether they allow me to or not. That's right. It's all in the I'm in Columbus, Ohio. And I want to encourage you, please make sure you give us a rating, a review. Please subscribe on your favorite podcast listening platform. Absolutely. And to all of those who have sent us notes and emails and suggestions, thank you. Keep those coming. And would you Amen. this weekend do something to help us reach our goal of $186,000 U.S. or $250,000 Canadian? If I've been to your church this year, I'm going to send a note to those pastors. If I've been to your church, if you would just consider saying, hey, could we do something a little bit more just to meet this goal? I'd love to be able to do that. We've done it the last three or four years. And man, if we could do this and finish this task off, that would be awesome. This is Tim Talks. This is the weekend. We're going to be back on Monday right after Brother yes. Wolven says this. Yes, don't forget, if you're grieving, it's okay to weep and sometimes weep a lot. You're going to probably need some help. And it's many times you need to make new relationships once you are have been comforted. And if that doesn't work, 
listen to Tim Talks. We offer everything that he just said. There you go. Companionship, friendship, weeping, wailing, gnashing and a of new teeth. Co-host. And a new co-host starting Monday. <laughs> <laughs> this is Tim So Talks. tune in and see who's actually going to be here. Oh, you Which know who's going to be here. You know. You know. <laughs> this is Tim Talks. Have a great weekend day. Have a great time at church. Hey, make some friends. Help some people. Look for somebody grieving. Um, let them know you're praying for them. It'll be all right. It's okay. You got Tim Talks. We'll be here on Monday. Have a great weekend. And you will always be in control whenever you can change the passwords on everything. (laughs) I know you don't have any friends. (laughs) You've been listening to Tim Talks, taking interest in ministry, with new podcasts added each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. To learn more about your hosts, Dr. Al Stone and Pastor Dan Wolven, You can visit us at timtalks.com. That's T-I-I-M talks.com.